Welcome to the Confidence Mastery Unlock Your Life podcast. Covering the most essential areas of personal development for ultimate success. Your health, wealth and happiness. Your host, Natalie Bailey, the confident entrepreneur. Natalie is a confidence coach, property developer and bright red-haired fitness fanatic who is going to take you on a journey to confidently create a more inclusive, more successful and fulfilled life. Get listening, take action and unleash your inner confidence. And we are live. So (laughs) thank you very much for joining me today, Liam. No problem. I've been so excited about this. But that's done. That's really good to know. I'm, I'm really excited too. So for those of you watching who don't know Liam, um, where have you been? So Liam is the co-founder of Assets for Life with Jay Munoz and is one of my amazing mentors in property, public speaking, training, and does absolutely phenomenal stuff. And part of the reason I wanted to get you on the podcast, Liam, is because not only have I seen your story and seeing you grow since we've known each other and we've been working together. But I think that your your whole entire story and ethos around everything you do really helps a lot of people. And I think that you can add a lot to our audience on the podcast as well. So I really appreciate your time and coming and joining me. Nice. So um, one of the things I wanted to start with um, it was about how you got into property and what was the catalyst for change that made you go down the, the property route, if you'd like to share that, please. Yeah, that's a great question. So, hey, just want to say hi to everyone that is listening and tuning in on today's session. Uh, Natalie, isn't she just amazing? She has grown so much over these last four or five years. So it's a real pleasure to be here, Natalie. And if I can just share one or two things today that will inspire someone, people to go and make change in their life, then this has been a a well worthwhile uh, podcast. So, wow, property, um, big subject, great question. Um, I've really got two sides to my property journey. I got the first time round, which was like 12 years worth of being a a part-time uh, amateur property investor. And I literally made every mistake in the book. I bought off plan, new builds, glossy brochures. I bought from really hot uh, estate agents um, along the Costa del Sol and other parts of Europe. And I bought at the height of the market and it was very, very painful. And uh, looking back on that, it was like, what went wrong? And here's the thing. At the time, I was a bit of a freebie seeker. I didn't know about training programs and mentoring. um, And I just watched some stuff on YouTube and watched some stuff on telly and thought, hey, how hard could it be, right? Safe as houses. How wrong was I? And I ended up losing over £2 million in that property portfolio first time round. So I moved back to the UK in 2014. And through uh, my renewable energy company, I met who is now my business partner, Jay Munoz, and he's a chartered civil engineer. And I went around Jay's house, sold him some solar panels, and he started to tell me about becoming a, uh, well, he was a professional property investor. And he's, um, you know, worked on some of the biggest builds in London as an engineer, and now he was doing it on his own. And um, I decided to get back into property because it was like, you know what, it's not that the game was wrong. It's just that the player wasn't playing it correctly. You know, it was like I was playing, you know, going out there to do football and playing rugby. Like, no wonder it collapsed. 
So I just made the decision back in, this was 2015 at this point, that I was going to go back into property, but I was going to do it the right way. And the reason I got back into property, because I've always had a passion for building something. And, I, and, and you know, you always hear that, you know, property is the number one asset class and it gives you income and freedom. So that's really why I got back into property. And I was at a crossroads. I was forced to close down my renewable energy company due to a government change. Um, and I met Jay and it was like perfect timing. You just got to go for it. So that's what I did. Going for it, that's um, definitely the way to make things happen. Because if you just sit on the fence, one, you get splinters up your bum, but, you know, nothing ever changes, does it? Yeah, you've just got to go for it. And that's that's really what it was for me. I was at a crossroads. Um, another business, unfortunately, I had to close due to a government change and I lost money in that business. And, you know, I'm just one of those pure entrepreneurs, right? I've been in business pretty much since I was in nappies and, you know, I've, I've made lots of money. I've lost lots of money. And this time around these last five years, I said to myself, no more losing the money. Yeah. <laughs> Got to, you know, there was something which wasn't quite working right for me because, um, you know, I kept finding myself in a position where I'd start something and then have to stop it. And um, I just said, you know what, enough is enough. And that's where I really started to seek out mentors and coaches and get around the right people and and really re-educate myself. Because mm -hmm. I, I believe you can only get as far as you can get on your own. You need to be around other great people. Definitely. So do you think like losing what you lost has helped you to have a better business and life now is that what did that teach you yeah well at the time right at the time obviously i didn't see any positive in any of it yeah like i lost two million euros in a property business you know you know i've, I've had lots and lots of successful companies you know a lot of people working for me different places around the globe and you know i've had these periods where i've lost so um at the time it was very painful um, you know, my renewable energy business in the UK had 115 people one day. And then three days later, I had like eight, nine people left. You know, it was a very painful to, you know, it was like the place to be in Chelmsford, the place to work. But certainly through that painful experience, it has made me such a better entrepreneur, business owner, human being. It's made me more humble. It's made me think about things slightly differently. And even if I look at my renewable energy company, which I set up when I moved back to the UK after living abroad for like 13 years, even through that process of um, losing £392,000, that was the official liquidation figure. Even through that process, you know what happened? I met my wife, Holly, because she worked for me. And now we've got a beautiful daughter, Ivy, you know, just celebrated her four years. I met my business partner, Jay. He was one of my customers. So with every period that you go through that may seem really, really dark, there is a lesson to be learned and what's important is to grab opportunity in the moment of the opportunity. And, um, you know, that will help you moving forward. Definitely. And I think a lot of people need to hear that, especially at the moment with, you know, lockdown and, you know, so many companies folding and people struggling and, you know, struggling mentally with it and how to deal with it. What helped you deal with that then that might be able to help people have the confidence yeah. to carry on now? Yeah, that's a really good point. And it has been a very, very dark period for many, many people. Now, 
I've actually really enjoyed lockdown, right? Like I, I, I've not really been stressing through this process. Now, don't get me wrong. I've had to change our business model and I've had to dig deep and I've had to have a few sleepless nights and I've had to retrain staff in new areas and I've had to let go of people and furlough some people. So, you know, there has been some barriers during this period for me, but I've been very, very, very relaxed um, through this period because luckily I've got assets and investments that pay income. And if you are listening and watching this now and you are not in the best financial position and COVID-19 has really hurt you, then what I'm hoping is that this is going to be a wake-up call for you to actually go, you know what, I've got to take the ball by the horns. I can't rely on a job. I can't necessarily rely on the business. I can't rely on the government. Things can change literally overnight. The one thing that is going to keep you safe is having assets and investments giving you income. So learn how to become an investor. Learn about money. Learn about the power of compounding the eighth wonder of the world. Learn about how to raise money. Get better at selling and marketing. Decide, you know what, that was very painful. I don't want to repeat that process. Have a financial plan. Have an idea of exactly where you're going. So how have I um, been coping through COVID-19? It's been wonderful in, in many ways because I've spent more time with Holly. I've spent more time with my kids. Like my two older kids, Ida and Charlie, their mum was a nurse on the front line. They came and lived with me for eight weeks. Nice. So that, that would never have happened um, if COVID-19 hadn't happened. And of course, I feel very sad and distraught for the hundreds and thousands of people it is affected across the world. But you can get through this. Mm-hmm. Now, and my advice is learn some new skills so you can change the very thing that you're currently doing. And, um, you know, just understand that you're not in this on your own. There's other people out there. And I just find one of the biggest thing that's helped me through COVID-19 with some of the challenges I have had is just talking about it with my mentors, talking about it in my peer group, you know, getting around bouncing ideas. I think that really helps. That was going to be my next thing uh, question that's what a quick question isn't it a question (laughs) what's been the the thing that has helped you the most through that period and you know I think it's really important to have mentors and you know a good network and connections that you know help you through because if you bottle stuff up and you don't talk about it how are you supposed to find the solution Mm. yeah mentors is so important and this is really for me like in in my early 20s mid 20s I had a couple of great mentors then what happened right, Natalie, is, and maybe some people are going through this. I thought I knew it all. The ego took over. Big businessman, Liam, you know, I can take over the world. I was earning some serious, serious money. And I stopped having mentors and guidance. And then guess what? I started to go backwards. And that's mm-hmm. because Liam left to his own device will cause chaos. I try to cut corners. Um, you know, the monkey on the shoulder gets loud. And people say, they say, Liam, but you're so successful. You know, you, you, you've built a property business, 18 million pounds worth of property in the last five years. You've raised over seven million pounds. You're a best-selling author. You've got thousands and thousands of followers all over the world. You know, why do you continually invest in mentors? 
And that's because I'm always looking to go that to that next level. And again, left to my own device, I just seem to go backwards. It's, I'm like a swimming pool that hasn't had chlorine tablets. My brain goes green and like horrible. So I need to continuously have medicine. And I invest, me and my business partner, Jay, we invest 60, 70, 80,000 pounds a year in different types of personal development, training, mentoring. And you get a lot of people out there, and I'm sure some people listening to this, they're like, ah, oh, you know, all you're doing is lining the mentors' pockets. Why do you need mentors? It's a waste of money. But actually, they're normally the people that have never experienced what the power of mentoring and masterminding can do to your life. They're just mm-hmm. closed off. Um, and it's so, so powerful. Just just literally seven, 10 days ago, I invested another £15,000 in a year-long mentoring program, um, all to do with uh, marketing your business, really. A lot of email marketing, uh, web classes, that type of stuff. We're one of the world's top marketers. Now, I've got to buy into that, yeah? Mm-hmm. And now I've got access to his whole team. And it's very similar when people invest in me because I mentor people and we have the Assets for Life Academy and we have our different levels and our different training courses and people invest into us, but we always do our best. My team becomes your team. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I'm the same. And one of my clients actually said, Part of the reason I'm joining up with you is because of who you're mentored by. I want access to them as well. So <laughs> That's always cool, yeah? You know, it's, it's yeah. good to know, though, isn't it? You've got to make like... sure that your mentor has a mentor, yeah? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I practice what I preach, right? So um, You have to lead from the front and, you know, talk, walk the talk as well. It's... And, and you know what it's like? I, I don't even like I'm – a, I'm a mentor. I'm a great mentor. Uh, but I don't have all the answers. You know, it's not that I'm any more intelligent than the mentees. A lot of my mentees are far smarter than me, but they need help in certain areas of their life. It's not about being necessarily smarter. It's not about me being on a pedestal. It's about, hey, let's collaborate. Let's get together. Let's bounce ideas. Let's keep each other accountable. And um, for me, as a mentor, what I'm really good at doing is that if you need a kick up the ass, I'll give you a kick up the ass. And if you need a bit of a cuddle, I'll give you a bit of a cuddle. And I just share experience. That's the key thing is I just share my experience and what I know. Um, Hopefully it helps some people. (laughs) It does. I've seen it help a lot of people, uh, myself included. Um, So where do you get the the self-belief from to just you know, go and do these things, knowing that you're doing the right thing, helping people in this way. Um, Except failure. I fail more than I achieve. But through that failure is where I achieve great things. I I don't worry about making mistakes. I I thrive on making mistakes. You know, I I don't worry about having a challenging day or getting something wrong or, um, you know, saying the wrong thing. Like once upon a time, I used to be like that. But now... I'm certainly not. And that, I believe, just gives you the permission um, to 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 just go for something and say, hey, look, if this works out, great. If it doesn't quite work out, then, hey, no problem. I'll learn from it and I'll, I'll go from there. Yeah, I think it's really important. Right. It's just it's, it's knowing that it's OK to fail. Mm. And it's knowing that I'm going to probably fail more than I'm going to succeed. But actually, a failure is not a failure. It depends how you look at it. It's just a learning day. And um, I love learning and I love growing and you learn from your mistakes. So, you know, that's really what helps me. And, and having a big why as well, you know, like a big why, you know, I want to go and help and influence 
millions of people. Mm -hmm. I want my wife and my kids and my friends and my family members and my clients to be really proud of me. You know, I want to be remembered for having a positive impact on the world and for people to think, you know what, that Liam was a pretty good guy. You know, he'd done the best he could. And what he said, you know, he said with confidence and passion and, you know, he was true to his word and, you know, he'd done the best he could. And that doesn't mean I'm going to keep everyone happy. Yeah. Like I'm not everyone's cup of tea and you know what, I'm okay with that as well. Yeah. I think that's something else that holds a lot of people back is that fear of being judged by other people. It stops them posting on social media. They think, oh, what if people don't like me? Mm. But, you know, like you say there, you have to accept that you're not going to get on with everyone. And, you know, I always say as well, you know, there are people that you don't like, right? So surely it's natural that there are going to be people that don't like you. And when I said that to somebody recently, they were like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. Because... Not everyone's meant to get on, but putting yourself out there more, you will experience more people, you know, hating and getting all of the online trolls and things like that. How how do you deal with that side of things? Yeah, there's some really not very nice people out there, right? Yeah. Uh You know, like I'm, I'm dyslexic and sometimes I mix my words up and I might say the wrong word in a sentence. And then sometimes I'm doing like a Facebook advert or YouTube advert and you get some comments like, Oh, he's got to be a scammer because like, what, what, because I can't talk properly sometimes because I stumble my words. Mm. You know, it's just people can be very, very um, shallow minded. And there's people out there which are just not generally very nice. And they just love to hate and troll and comment and criticize and judge. And hey, look, we all judge, right? We do. But, you know, the way that I see it is that it's not their fault. You know, it's not their fault. It's the way they're being brought up. I don't buy into it. You'll very rarely see me, if never, getting into some type of argument with a troll. I'm very nice online. I come from it from a sort of a neutral standpoint. And, hey, if you don't like what I'm saying, don't watch my stuff. Yeah, like unfriend me, remove yourself from the group, whatever you got to do. But I come... With, with intent, I come with honesty and integrity. And, and that's what I think. If you are talking from the heart, then you give yourself permission to do whatever it is you need to do to grow your business. Yeah, it's not always their fault. And, and the key thing here is just if you believe in what you're doing, then, you know, you just got to go for it. And, and I'm so passionate about what I do. I'm, you know, no one's going to, I'm not going to let a troll get in my way. Yeah. But that's because I'm, I'm honest with what I do. Um, you know, and even with my training programs and mentorships, I don't promote get rich quick. There's no magic pill, I'm afraid. This is about hard work. It's about commitment. It's about building a team, having a vision, rolling your sleeves up, you know, work hard so you don't have to work hard at some point in the future. So it's all about the long term play. I agree with that as well. Um, it's that that way of putting yourself out there congruently with your message and knowing again why you do it i think that's something else people struggle with it's the that that bigger reason why so how how would you recommend people find their bigger purpose yeah that's a really good question so look at what you're passionate about you know everyone on this planet can teach someone or give someone some information that's going to help them improve their life. So think about and be honest with yourself. What are the things that I'm good at? 
and how could that help other people and make a list like make a list of 50 great things about you it's a, it's a powerful exercise mm-hmm. and make a list about the things that you're passionate about and just share your personal experience we've all had heartache we've all had jobs or businesses that we've lost or gained family members we've lost people we've loved people we've had good relationships bad relationships good deals bad deals and ultimately if you can just find what you're passionate about that will hopefully give you the strength to go out there and tell the world about who you are and what you do it's a very good very good idea and that that task is something I've done a lot and like all of my clients do that as well and it really does make a massive difference because you start to look at yourself differently once you see like pen on paper yeah I've done all of these great things yeah it's so it's so so powerful you know 50 great things about you when when someone told me to do that I was in the deepest darkest moments of my drug addiction yeah Mm. you know once upon a time you know Liam here used to be a raging alcoholic and drug addict you know, I couldn't stop using drink and drugs on a daily basis. Um, you know, now I've, I've not touched a drop of alcohol or, or cocaine in, in almost nine years. That's you amazing. Know, well done. Right. It's mm-hmm. really, really good. So, um, yeah, when someone told me to do that exercise many years ago, it, it transformed my life. And you know what? It's like, yeah, there's so many great things about me. I'm not good at everything. There's loads of stuff I'm useless at. But these are the things that I'm good at. I'm good at sales and marketing. I'm honest. I'm integral. I'm passionate. I've got energy. I'm good at negotiating. I like raising money. You know, you know, whatever it is, your thing, make a list of it. And then you know what? It's like when you turn up to a situation, a family, a friend, um, a business associate, a business meeting, you're trying to anything you do in your life, you're coming to the party with these things that you're really good at and be, and and don't be afraid to say, Hey, you know what? I'm really good at that. This is where I can add the biggest amount of value to your life. Hey, let's explore how we can. I just love collaborations. You know, I do, right? Mm -hmm. How can we, because I don't want to do everything on my own. It's impossible to do it all on my own. Who can I collaborate with? How can we work together to create something special? So pretty much most relationships I go in with that philosophy. What can we do together to create something special where we can inspire people and we can make a ton of money at the same time? That's a good point as well. And, you know, accepting and saying, you know, it's okay to make a load of money. I love money. (laughs) I love it. I love making. I want to make more. I don't necessarily need more, but I want to make more. You know, there's no, I've got no shame in it. Yeah. And that's because. I don't, I'm not big headed about it. it. I don't think it makes me someone I'm not. I love giving back. I love doing charity work and giving back to communities, but I am not shy when it comes to saying, I want to have a better life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. And one of my biggest fears in my entire life is being skinned. It's not I a nice feeling, is it? Again, I've been skinned before. My mum was skinned. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up in rough council estates. Like I know I've lost money before. I've started from scratch again. I know what it's like to be skin. I don't ever, ever, ever want to be skin. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm all for making money. Just do it for the good and provide a good service. And the universe knows. Yeah. Like if you want to make a whole load of money being a drug dealer, the universe is going to come and take it off you. It's going to come and take it off you. 
you'll end up dead or you'll end up in jail. So yep. find something you're good at, find something that's going to have a positive impact on other people, package it up, create a business around it and go and sell it. And then what? Use social media to get yourself out there and known even more, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. Like if you'd known me like five and a half years ago, I was nowhere near, I didn't even know what social media was to be fair. I was scared <laughs> of it. I promise I would never, ever, ever have a Facebook account, never be on that Instagram, whatever it was called. And now, um, you know, people tell me, Liam, you're a real big influencer across the world. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm small fry really. Yeah. But, but, you know, I love what I do and social media has been so powerful. So what I recommend with social media is start with one platform. So maybe you're more of an Instagrammer or TikTok now, maybe you're more of a TikTok type person. Um, start with one platform, get consistent um, with your message, put content out there, tell people who you are, what you do, um, share your story, build that confidence, and then you can then um, you know go on to other platforms and other mediums, and maybe you'll start your podcast one day. But the key thing with social media is to be consistent. But social media, what a great, you know, like you know, we've got our own media company, yeah. Mm -hmm. like how mad is that? Yeah, we've got our own media company and we produce podcasts and videos and content on a regular basis. And that gets watched by hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions of people over time in many parts of the world. So you can literally create a piece of content today on your mobile phone, takes you one, two, three minutes, giving out some top tips. Before you know it, it's had half a million views and it hasn't cost you anything to get them. Or you can run very, very cheap campaigns on things like YouTube and, you know, we, uh, Instagram and Facebook. And you can build a following with, with investing five pounds a day. Yep. How did you go from I hate all of this to actually I think you kind of love it a bit now, don't you? I do love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a bit quiet on my lives over the, it's in lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just a bit, I've been a bit quiet, but I've still producing lots of content. So there's still loads of content going out. Um, but yeah, I, I really love social media. I think it's a great way to leverage. Um, you can find money, you can find deals, you can find business partners. The, the way that you communicate with people today is very different to 10 years ago. You know, you don't need to be a big blue chip company to get your message out there. And I've raised, you know, for example, one of my investors, um, 750,000 pounds I raised from, from uh, his husband and wife, Phil and Karen. And that's because he'd been watching me on social media for like six, seven months, stalking me. When I went and then met him in Telford, it was like we knew each other already. There was already that trust and connection there. Yeah. So the key thing on social media is what you do today may not have an impact on your business for six, seven, eight months. And this is why it's e eager to be uh, to be consistent. That's a really good point. And, you know, people do watch. And I think some people, they get so caught up in how many comments or likes or views they've had, like, immediately. But actually, there are so many people that watch and don't comment. I'm sure you've had the same thing. People, like, later on, like you were just saying, um, people, they say, oh, I've been watching your stuff or... Like for me, so I've been at events and people have come up to me telling me about stuff I've been doing. And I'm like, you? <laughs> but that's because they're watching. People are always watching. So, yeah, be consistent and get your message out to the world. It's, you know, everyone's got something to share, haven't they? Yeah. 
And this is why it's important just to have a plan, you know, a plan of attack. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to, if I want to drive to Manchester, I need a sat nav. I put in the postcode and it takes me there. You know, if I want to achieve the thing that I want to achieve, I need to have a plan. I need to know where I'm going. I need to work it backwards. I need to know how much money that's going to take me, how many assets I need, what investments I need to make, who I need in the team. And then, and then you find the way. You know, at the moment, we've got, I don't know, so many ideas that we, and just this morning, I was like, oh, oh, I can't handle it. Yeah, I just had like this little moment, two, three minutes where um, I feel like we're getting nothing done because we've got so much we want to do. But we are, yeah. we just, just sometimes you just got to break it down into a few tasks a day. You know, what can I do today to be the most productive? What can I do today to take my business to a new level? Rome wasn't built in a day. It takes time, takes mm -hmm. commitment, takes consistency. You've got to apply that pressure as much as you can and, and you, you will start to get the results. I totally agree. Um, would you mind sharing us, sharing us, sharing with us a time where you felt really unconfident, but you overcame it? Good question. Yeah, a time I felt unconfident and I overcame it. Yeah. Okay. Like what you what you did to overcome it? Yeah. Okay. So I used to find being in larger groups quite a daunting thing. Yeah. You know, like even sometimes like family gatherings and things like that. Mm -hmm. I, I used to just sort of go in my shell a little bit and was always a little bit more nervous and reserved around like family members or, you know, going out for nights out or whatever. So, yeah, my confidence used to be quite low uh, in those situations. So I learned how to do public speaking. So I was like, you know what? I want to get up on the stages. I want to get more confident around people. I want to be more confident in myself. So that's a good example of knowing that I was lacking in some confidence, making a decision that I was going to overcome it, and then going and seeking out some of the best public speaking and confidence training in the world, paying for that training, investing in that training because you can't get it for free following the process, implementing, and now I'm a lot more confident in those situations. So that, that's one example. Um, another example is when I lost my business. So I lost my renewable energy company in 2015, and that really hit me hard. Mm. Like I literally spent a good few nights crying myself to sleep. I was completely numb. I felt lost. I didn't know which way to turn. And um, again, at that time, I trusted in Jay, my business partner, who's now my business partner. I invested in some more mentoring. I got around some new people. And um, as I started to build assets for life, I was quite scared at the thought of growing the team because my last experience is I had to let go of my team. Mm -hmm. So you know what I said? I said, I'm just going to do it slowly but surely. And we've built assets for life gradually over the last five years and I've just trusted the process and I thought you know what I'm not going to let one bad experience affect my future it's like if you have a bad uh, you go on a bad date or you have a bad partner you're not necessarily not going to go on dates anymore you've mm -hmm. got to trust and you've got to be the key word that I find works that I tell myself Liam stay open-minded and that's and that's that that just helps me helps me get more confident yeah Putting the blinkers on isn't going to help you get there, is it? No. 
So what would Jay say is the best thing about you? Um, my drive, my passion. I'm ruthless in business in terms of just getting stuff done. Like I, I'm out of me and Jay. Jay's very much the detailed guy, which is just as important as me. I'm more the vision guy. I'm more the creator and I can create things. Uh, he's more of the details. So we work really, really well together, hand in hand. But yeah, if you ask Jay, he would he would say my my commitment to succeed, my drive, my my passion, enthusiasm. Oh, what would he say was is the opposite? <laughs> What's the biggest hindrance? Um, the biggest hindrance would be, um, you know, probably being a bit of a princess sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> You know, an Essex princess. Like he can be a bit of a baby, throw his toys out the pram. I can be a bit of a princess. Um, sometimes not listening, not listening. Sometimes I just don't listen. Mm-hmm. But you've got a really good relationship where you're able to, you know, have conversations and get on and get over over things. Yeah, that... yeah me and Jay know. Even it's like a it's like a marriage. Sometimes, um, me me and Jay know that we are dedicated to the core you know we shook hands five years ago we looked each other in the eye you know we we will be there for each other through thick and thin to continue on our path of success and the vision of the company so what brings you the most joy in life uh wow that's a really good question the most joy in in well you know you've got personal in business right so on a personal level it is like my wife my three amazing children, soon to be four, uh, watching them grow up, hanging out with them, you know, that that really is is just brilliant. You know, the relationship that I have with all my family is, is spot on. We're constantly trying to always improve things and have a better relationship, but it's 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 really good the connection we have. So that makes me really happy to see my kids grow up and Holly to be happy as well. And then from a business level, um, you know, I just I love creating business. I I just I just don't really have an off button, I'm afraid. I just, you know, what you see is what you get. I'm like this 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So for me, it's about you know creating a business that has a positive impact on other people. So what's the the thing in business that you're most proud of to date? Today in business, most proud of I I am really proud of the um, the the academy that we've built. You know, within assets for life, I'm proud of every or the team. Like I'm, I'm wearing my heart on my sleeve, but the training programs, the academy, which is our you know sort of year long mentoring masterminding program that you've been on yourself, Natalie. You know, when I've personally mentored you. You know, I'm, I'm really proud of the community, the, the entire Assets for Life community is what I'm really proud of. That's certainly come alive um, even more so, hasn't it, through lockdown? It's been it has, yeah, 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 because we, we change, yeah. We're not holding live events anymore. So what do we do? Stop the business? It was like, hmm, decision time, right? Going to COVID-19, right, do I just shut it all down for three, four, five, six months and wait for the storm to pass? Or do we completely turn it on its head and create something new, different and unique and we crack on? Mm-hmm. And of course, I chose that option. Yeah. Uh, now, through the option, we've had a few sleepless nights and we've had to oh, I've hired a, a, one of the top US uh, sales consultancy companies to come in and help me build a sales team. Even though I'm one of the best out there at sales, I'm still not silly enough to know I can't do it on my own. 
Um, and, and now we're, we're running a lot more online mentoring and training. And we've got a new brand new uh, program that we launched called the 90 Day Gold Fast Track. And that's just been awesome. People coming in, they've got 90 days to get that initial result, grow their business. So the urgency is there. And uh, yeah, so it's just taking the community into a, a slightly different direction. I like it. It's good. It's really, really good to see. Um, Thanks. Well, not even just good, really, really good. <laughs> Double, really. <laughs> so, um, what would you, what would be your leaving top tip for people to help them increase their confidence? And then, if you can share where people can follow you online. Yeah, great. So, to increase your confidence, I would say spend more time with Natalie for sure. And um, I know Natalie's programs are absolutely, this isn't a plug for your program, by the way. I genuinely have seen you grow and the, 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 the positive impact you have had. So for sure, hang around Natalie more and, and, and work with Natalie uh, through the Confidence Mastery. Um, other than that, to work on your confidence, the one big exercise that I would give everyone today is to write 50 great things about you. It's a really um, powerful thing. Yeah, there's so much I could share, but if you want me to give like one big top tip, is, is to write right now, as soon as you finish listening to this, get a pen and paper and write 50 great things about you. I'll give you a few examples to start your list. So on my list, I've got things like, um, I'm great at sales. I'm good at, I'm great at marketing. I'm a good listener. I strive to be the best dad that I can possibly be. I'm loyal to my wife, Holly. Um, when I shake your hand, I shake your hand. You know, if I say I'm going to turn up, I'm going to turn up. I'm courageous. I'm a daredevil. I'm a risk taker. So they are just some of the good things about me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just get a pen and paper and write the list, but do 50. And where people can find me, um, you, uh, YouTube, just search Assets for Life and subscribe to our YouTube channel. That will be great. You can find me on Instagram, Liam Ryan Wealth, Liam Ryan Wealth. So hook me up on Instagram. And of course, you can get me um, on Facebook as well, Liam Ryan. And if you want to join our property group, then search Assets for Life Property Community. Ask to join the group and we'll accept you in. Well, thank you very much. We'll put all of those links in the in the show notes as well so people can find them easily. Um, yeah. Unless, yeah, just, yeah, amazing. I think that I'm sure, actually, not think that everybody listening or if you're watching this live, thank you for watching live. Um, if you've got any questions, pop them in the comments or if you're listening on the podcast, make sure you do get in touch because Liam and Assets for Life and Jay and the rest of the team are, are absolutely amazing. So thank you very, very much for joining us. Cool. Thanks, Natalie. Just everyone listening, remember, you, if I can do it, you can do it. Think big or go home. Get a plan. Get around some good people. You can start a whole new life right here, right now, in one decision. You can just say, enough is enough. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a big change. Brilliant. And I'm going to end it there because that's a great thing to end on. So thank you ever so much. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with people you think it will help. And stay tuned and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and YouTube by searching for Natalie Arabella Bailey and join the Better Together for a Gold Star Life Facebook community to improve your confidence, network and life.